So it's our custom. We always talk about what happened last week. Amen. And last week we did the Zoom and we talked about one of the most important things in our walk with the Lord, which is to witness to other people. Amen. We got to be a witness. We got to tell them the good news, how good God truly is, because they don't know. Amen. The will of God is not for one person to perish, but everybody to come to repentance. Amen. Did you turn this on? Woman of God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So, you know, he blesses us to be a blessing to other folks. Amen. <laughs> a lot of people say, how you doing? I'm blessed. And that's a beautiful thing. But he blessed you so you could be a blessing to somebody else. That's how your blessings keep increasing. Amen. <laughs> he blessed you to be a blessing. He didn't send us here to live uh, defeated lives. Amen. And just die. <laughs> That is not why he sent us here. He, Jesus said, I come that they might have life. <laughs> Amen. And not only just regular life, but more abundant life. Amen. That's why he came here for us. He wants us to share him and the good news with others. Amen. The gospel is good news. See, today I don't have any bad news for you. <laughs> All I got is good news. Amen. It's truth and it's good news. So we, got, we, need, we have to spread the wealth, saints. Share the good news. Amen. He doesn't want not one of us to perish, but all to come to repentance. And we know we're in the last days because we see what's going on, right? We see all these things going on. We got to tell them now. We don't have a lot more time. Amen. And many people are receiving greater because of what they see. They know something is going on. All this violence, all this civil unrest, something is happening. Amen. So, you know, people will listen to your witness and they see your life. You just, just don't be shy. Tell them the good news. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But here's what the Lord woke me up with yesterday, saints. Here's the word for, this, for today. <laughs> I was just coming out of my sleep and God asked me this question I'm going to ask you guys. He says, why does the grass always look greener on the other side? Amen. I want you all to ponder that question. Why does the grass always look greener on the other side? In our lives, and I'm sure we all went through that period where what others are doing just seems so much better than what we're doing. Huh? It just looks better. It looks on the other side. Amen. And we don't know what people are going through, but we just assume because we, we're looking on the outside <laughs> that it's better than what we got going on. Amen. <laughs> they are, they're, they're doing greater than, things than us. That's what we feel sometimes. It may seem like what we're doing is just small saints. Amen. But I want to remind you today that as believers, how do we walk, saints? We walk by faith. We don't walk by sight. See, that's why he tells us to walk by faith. Don't look at those things and make those kind of analogies. Lord, that looks so much better than what you're doing for me. Oh, don't believe that, say to God. Huh? We don't judge ourselves by others. Say amen to that. See, that's not faith. Let me say the small things we do in Christ are great to him. Amen. Huh? Remember, it's, all, it's only what we do for Christ is going to last. Everything else is burning up in the fire. Amen. So we don't want to despise 
small beginnings. Amen. It's the saying that great things come in small packages. Amen. <laughs> the scripture said, he who is faithful in a few things, God will make him ruler over many things. Amen. We have a small ministry here. Amen. But God is doing great things for us. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> He's blessing us tremendously. But it's a very small ministry. And you know what? I, it's my belief that, see, power happens when everybody is on one accord. You get a thousand, it's bound to be some chaos. Amen. Sometimes you have 20 and it's chaos. Amen. But the power happens when two or more gather together in his name and they be in, on one accord in agreement. Amen. Small things come in great packages, Lord, people, saints of God. So don't despise small beginnings. And let me say, let me show you this. Everything starts out small as a seed, even us. Human beings were formed from a seed. <laughs> we all started off small. I was looking at my little grandson, Noah Alexander, right there. <laughs> and I could remember when he was just a little bitty baby. Amen. I remember when he was in his mama's belly. I remember when we called him forth right up here that day. And he came forth. Amen. But look how big he is now. But he started out small. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's so big now. He's so strong and healthy. God is growing him up. <laughs> amen. And us too. Say amen to that. <laughs> Think about how long it takes, thanks to God. For example, uh, let's look at a, a, a tree, an oak tree. That's a strong tree. When it's full bloom, but it starts out from a, a, a dead nut. That's really what a, how an oak tree starts. It starts out small, but it becomes great. Amen. Mighty and big over time. Amen. It may take 20 years, but God is faithful. He feeds it. He waters it. He shows it his son. Y'all catch that revelation. <laughs> and, it, and, it's later, and in its latter days, that tree is huge. Amen. Think about how long it takes to establish a brand. Carlton has got a brand going. Jasmine has a brand. Got these internet brands. We want to uh, uh, establish our brands in business. But it just don't happen overnight. It takes time. Amen. That's why we must be faithful with God, thanks to God. Huh? Without faith, you can't please God. Amen. Scripture says it's impossible to please God without faith. But when you're faithful, he's going to make a way. Amen. He'll make a way from you out of nothing. Huh? So rather if you're in business or ministry or family or even nations, they are all, they are, none of those things were born in one day. Amen. Maturing and establishing saints of God takes time. So we can't run before we walk. Amen. We can't walk before we stand, and we can't stand until we crawl, amen. We can't crawl until we have been birthed here, amen. It's all a process, and it takes time, amen. It all happens in time. Let me show you this in the Word. Turn in your Bible, if you would, to Ecclesiastic chapter 9. I just want to show you this one verse. Look at verse 11, Ecclesiastic 9 and 11. It says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, 
nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. And then it says these powerful words, but time and chance happeneth to them all. <laughs> no matter who you are, what your status is, what position you're in, time and chance is going to happen in your life. Amen. It's happening to you now. <laughs> but what kills us, what defeats us, is looking where someone, at what someone else is doing or where we're not at yet. Amen. And then despising what we have. See, the grass always seems to just look green on that other side. Don't it, saints? <laughs> My mother used to tell me while I was admiring other things that other people had. <laughs> she said, don't you realize what they went through to get to that point? We don't, we don't see that. Amen. We just see what the end result. And she said, well, what, in order for them to get that, what they went through, you might not want to go through. Amen. I look at my own life, some of the things I went to to get to this position I'm in now, I, wouldn't, I don't even want to go through again. Amen. If I, if I knew, I would be like, no, nah, Lord, don't take me that direction. Take me another direction. Amen. But that's how it is when you're looking at things, the grass on the other side. Huh? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But in time, just stay on your course because you're going to get what the Lord has for you. That's what I want to let you know today for sure. God is no respecter of person. Huh? He won't do it for me and not do it for you. Amen. He's going to do it for all of us. But we have to learn with that saying that the grass looks green on the, on the other side. Here's, here's our piece. We have to learn to water our own grass. Amen. That's the key. Huh? When it start looking green on the, on the other side, just start watering your own grass. Amen. Be thankful for what the Lord has entrusted to you and care for it. Don't grow to despise what he's doing for you, but feed it and water it and love it and nourish it. And in due time, just like that tree, <laughs> it's going to be like an oak tree. Your life is going to be settled like that. My wife has this saying. She says it like this. She say, your latter days will be your better days. Amen. <laughs> Don't despise small beginnings. You're getting to that place in Christ. Amen. Your latter days are your better days, saints of God. We walk by faith and not by sight. We're not looking over on, on the other side. Amen. Why does the person have a house? You know, we look at that person's house and it just always looks better than our house to us sometimes. Amen. Or why does your neighbor's wife seem to look better than your wife? Or be better, huh? We're we just looking at the grass on the other side. Why do their children seem to be more manable than your children? Looking at the grass on the other side of the street, huh? If we want things better for ourselves, saints, we must learn to care for what we have. Carlton's attitude, he learned this at Pastor Brian's church. Before he got his new car, he was cleaning his old car all the time. He said, I got to clean this old car and keep it good for the Lord bless me with another one. <laughs> Amen. You want to get that principle in your spirit. Amen. Just take care of what he's blessing you with now. Enjoy that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. 
We just have to be faithful, saints of God, in little. And as scripture said, God will make us ruler over much. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I want to show you this principle in, in, in the scriptures. Look at Luke chapter 16. I'm going to give you a piece of meat today. This will get a little deep, but you all going to like it because I surely needed to see it. Amen. God was putting this. <laughs> he woke me up with this, and then all day long, people were, he was showing me the example of, of, of looking at, across the street at the, at the other people's grass. He showed me the example all day. One young lady called me up. Ooh, she was so encouraging. She came from a really, really large ministry. And they just built a really, really, really large church. They just built it. Amen. But she said, you know, I went to that, and they had a beautiful ribbon cutting. She said, but Pastor Maybell, I know God put me in your place. She said, I know it. And so, you know, she was, she was encouraging me, like, I'm just happy to be where God wants me to be. And when you get that in your spirit, your blessings. See, wherever God placed you, that's where your blessings are. That's where your provisions are. Amen. He, what, what did he command Elijah? He said, go. What was that, to Lake Chariot? And uh, he said, I commanded a raven to feed you there. Well, that's where his provisions were. That's where he ate from. And it said he ate a long time right there. And then when that dried up, he sent him to the widow woman. She fed him. He said, she, she was about to die, her and her son. And he said, well, look, what you got in the house? She said, I just got a little oat and a little oil. And he said, go make me a cake. Make mine first. Then make it all up. And, it, and the Bible says they all ate for many, many years. Amen. You want to be in the place where your provisions are, saints of God. Amen. That's where you're going to eat and eat well. Amen. Everybody in Luke 16, let's look at verse 1. It says, and he said also unto his disciples, Jesus is talking to his disciples. There was a certain rich man which had a steward, and the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. <laughs> Listen to this, saints. Jesus is telling his disciples a story about a servant of a rich man that is wasting the rich man's goods. That's really what the story is about. It's like a slothful servant. And the rich man has entrusted some goods to his servant who is wasting them. Please catch this revelation, saints of God. Look at verse 2. And he called him and said unto him, How is it that I hear this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship, for thou mayest be no longer steward. <laughs> rich man is saying, hey, you're going to have to give an account of what I gave you. You're going to have to now give an account of it, or I might have to get rid of you. That's what he's saying. Amen? Show me what you're doing, what I put you in, char what I put you in charge of. Amen? The gifts that God's giving you, saints of God, show me what you're doing. Give an account. Don't tell me what somebody else is doing. See, that's really what he's saying to them. Don't talk about what that grass across the street. I want to know what you're doing. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. We used to do that. Here's a negative story in reverse. When we get caught doing something, you know what we used to do? Tell what everybody else was doing. Well, so-and-so did it. So <laughs> it's not time to tell on so-and-so right now. They trying to see what you're doing. Amen. <laughs> that's what this man is doing. Uh, you can't talk about well, that grass is green across the street right now. Amen. 
<laughs> He's saying, I want you to give an account. Look at verse 3. Then the steward said within himself, what shall I do? For my Lord taketh away from me the stewardship. I cannot dig. To beg, I am ashamed. <laughs> now he's thinking, I, I, look, I, I don't want to work. I can't work. <laughs> and I'm too proud to beg. That's really what he's saying. Amen. <laughs> I'm not going to beg. Amen. I'm, I'm ashamed if I beg. So now he's trying to figure out what he would do if the Lord take away his stewardship. Amen. Thoughts for us as well. What do we do if the Lord takes away the gifts he gave us? Huh? Don't squander them. Use your gifts. Amen. Look at verse 4. I am resolved what to do, that when I am put on the stewardship, they may receive me into their house. <laughs> now, listen to this. He's saying here, I have a plan, that if the Lord puts me out of his house, the world will let me in their house. <laughs> That's really what he's saying. He said, if I lose this stewardship, they, they may receive me into their house. Let's look at who the day is. Amen. Let's look at his plan. Look at verse 5. So he called every one of the Lord's debtors unto him and said unto the first, how much owest thou unto my Lord? So he called the ones that owed his Lord, his boss, to find out how much they owe him. Amen. Look at verse 6. The, the plot thickens. And he said, a hundred measures of oil. And he said unto him, take thy bill and sit down quickly and write 50. So now look what he's doing, saints. He's giving his bosses debtors discounts. He's giving them a break, right? They don't have to pay the whole thing. He said, oh, oh you owe 100? Well, just write down, just pay 50. <laughs> huh? That'll make friends. Won't that make a friend? When you give them a break, somebody owe you $100, and you give them, and, they, and you just say, well, hey, give me 50, and everything's okay. Oh, that's, you, you good with that person, right? That's what he was doing. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Now, y'all got to remember now, he's, he's being a little wasteful, too. But wasn't he accused of that? Because if he owed 100, he should have got 100. But he said, no, nah, give me 50. Now, this, this, uh, this servant was accused of wasting his Lord's goods. It's an example. He'll see how God confirms his word. Huh, you owe him 100, but write down 50, and I'm good with that. He shortchanged him on this deal by 50, right? Look at verse 7. Then said he to another, and how much oweth thou? And he said, a hundred measures of wheat. And he said unto him, take thy bill and write four score. So in this situation, four score is what, 80? So he said, a person owed a hundred, but he just charged him 80, right? He's making some friends right now. Amen. I want y'all to see this plan. Look at verse 8. And the Lord commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Now, this scripture right here, <laughs> the Lord had to explain this one to me. Because how is the devil's children wiser than God's children? <laughs> it says the children of this world are in this generation wiser than the children of light. The children of light is us, God's children. But it's saying the, the kids of the world are wiser than us. That's what the scripture said. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. How can, the, how can the unjust children in this generation be wiser than God's children? I had to know this. <laughs> Here's one thing the Lord showed me, because they shrewd. They shrewd in dealing with the world around them. 
Huh? They, they shrewd. See, in Christ, we're not shrewd. We deal in love. Amen. We'll give you a break. Uh, but they shrewd. Hey, they might do something to you. Amen. If you don't, you know, uh, uh, do what you what you promised. They, they shrewd. Amen. And the servant was accused of being wasteful again. Right. But it appears that his Lord commended him because he took initiative and did something. Amen. That's what we got to do, saints. I got something out of that. Let, let me give you this. Oh, I, I see it clearly now. Last week, what did we talk about? The importance of witnessing to others, right? It's one of the most important things you can do. Amen. Talking to unsaved people. Amen. They believe it's a God, but they don't know Jesus. Many are in that situation. They know it's a God, but they don't know that Jesus is the way to God. They don't know that they just can't. They don't have a relationship with God because of sin. Only because of sin, we just can't come to God. Because Jesus paid the sin debt, so we got to go through him. Remember, we don't have any righteousness because of sin. Our righteousness is in Christ. Amen. So we can go through Christ and look right standing with God. Righteousness just means in right standing with God. The only way we have right standing with God is in Jesus. Amen. We got to tell them that. Amen. They know us a God, but they don't know us Jesus. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm uh, liking in this scripture to just do something. Amen. <laughs> just don't not do anything. That's what I'm getting out of this scripture. That's what he, now this was a, a this, 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 the Bible called this servant a, a, a one that wasted the Lord's goods. Isn't that what it said? That's why he called him to the carpet. Well, we don't want to waste God's goods by doing nothing. He commended him when he gave him a 50% break, a 80, a, a 80 instead of 100. He commended him because at least he did something. Amen. With your gifts, with your talents, whatever God gave you, and with your witnessing especially, do something. Huh? Just give them a little bit. If you just give them that little piece. you Remember, sometimes you're just the person that's watering. They may say, no, uh -uh, I don't want none of that. I'm sorry, I can't do it. But just water. Somebody else going to come behind. Now, you might be the seed planter. Remember, everything starts with a seed. So you might just be planting a seed that day. Then here come another uh, saint of God. Behind you, watering the seed. Amen. And then God will give the increase. So that's the formula. So, you know, I'm looking at this scripture that the children of the world in their generation, wiser than the children of life. Because we got to just do something. We can't just wait on God. Amen. We're in Christ and we know he's in us, but he wants us to do something. It says this, this, this lawful servant. He commended him because he did something. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Jesus paid that sin debt, didn't he? We got to let him know that. Amen. Yeah, you can have a relationship with God, but you got to know who Jesus is. Amen. Uh, you just can't come to him in your sinful state. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Got to do something, saints of God. Look at verse 9. It says, and I say unto you, make to your friend, yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness, 
that when ye fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitation. This is another powerful scripture. What is the mammon of righteousness? It says, be a friend of that. Amen. It says, make yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness. So what's the mammon of unrighteousness? That's the money of this world. Huh? The money of this world is the mammon of unrighteousness. See, this scripture is saying make friends with it because we need money. Amen. In order to do, in order to promote the gospel, we need money. Amen. To eat every day, to pay for your home, all of that, we need money. It says make friends with that, that, that un, un, uh, unrighteous mammon. <laughs> Let me give you this revelation. It's going to bless you. Many people have friends, period. You know why they got friends? Not because the people really want to be their friend. <laughs> you know why they got friends? Because of that unrighteous uh, mammon. They got money. Huh? So some people just want to be their friend. <laughs> huh? You draw a lot of friends when you got money. Amen. That's what, the, that's what this servant was doing. He was giving them a break with the money. So he said, if he throw me out, they're going to be my friend. I done just saved them some money. That's what this scripture is. It's confirming the word of God. It's saying make friends with, with unrighteous mammon. Amen. <laughs> I hope y'all get that peace. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. The unjust servant here used his master's money to buy earthly friends. Here's some revelation for you right here. We are believers. Amen. We use the master's money to buy eternal friends. Huh? That's what it says. They, it says, make friends with, with uh, the mammon of unrighteousness that when you fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitation. Huh? So if, if we make friends with this money on earth and we use it for the glory of God, amen, it's, this is saying that's what I invest in in the kingdom in the gospel does. Huh? It, 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 but, but then these friends that we get from the money that we use, the kingdom money, the unrighteous mammon, amen, which is God's, it promotes the gospel which brings sinners to salvation. So he said make friends with it. We got to be friends with this unrighteous mammon. Do we trust it? Nope. We only trust God. And the scripture all day long say don't trust in uncertain riches. Amen. It says, the love of money is the root of all evil. We don't even love it. We're just friends with it. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> We're just friends with it. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse 10. It says, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in the much. This is what the punchline right here. See, the grass always look green on the other side. But if you faithful with the least, what you have, when you get to that point, uh, when God grows you and you get that thing that he really wants you to have, guess what? You're going to be faithful with that. Amen. Now, let me give you this powerful revelation because I lost so many things in life because I got them ahead of time. Huh? I cried for some of them. Lord, you got to give me that. You got, if you just give me that, Lord, I'm good. Well, I wasn't ready for it. Amen. Because I didn't know how to be faithful. Amen. 
So when you don't know how to be faithful and he give you that great thing, guess what? You waste it. You lose it. Amen. You lose it. That's why he says, don't despise the small. Just let him grow you slowly. Huh? Don't jump out there like that. You might not be ready for that. And if you're not faithful, you're going to lose it. Amen. Now, let me read the scripture to you again. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least, you're going to be unjust also in the much. Amen. So learn to be faithful with the least. Amen. Whatever the Lord has given you, be faithful with that. Huh? I'm leaving them for a new car. Well, Carlton, keep that old one washed. Keep it clean. Keep the oil changed. Amen. Be faithful with whatever he give you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Look at verse 11, saints. If therefore ye have been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, if therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, if you don't know how to handle this little unrighteous mammon God give us down here, how's he going to trust you with the true riches? Amen. Them kingdom treasures huh, that he has stored up for all of us, huh, that we store up in our walk with him. Huh, he want to trust you with that. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. One of his true riches is eternal life. Say amen to that. That's a true riches right there. <laughs> eternal life forever. Oh, that's a, one of the true riches of the Lord. Look at verse 12. And if ye have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? <laughs> Woo we got to get this principle right here. See, when we realize that everything we have is dying, it's another man's. It's the Lord's, really. Amen. And he wants us to be faithful with his stuff. Huh? What belongs to him. And he will make sure your needs are met. When you're faithful with him, with his, with his things, you, you're the righteous because you're in Christ. You learn to be faithful. You're righteous. And that, what does that scripture say? I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. Never. Amen. <laughs> that don't happen. Amen. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. We got to be faithful in whatever the Lord has in our possession right now. Just be faithful with it, saints of God. Don't despise it. Don't look at the, across the street and look at that grass that's green on the other side and say, man, I need that. Uh-uh, be faithful. Be, be happy with what you have. Amen. Ooh, the Lord woke me up with this yesterday, and I, and I just seen it all day long. What, the, what folks look like that are happy with it and what folks look like that are not happy with it. He showed it to me the whole day. <laughs> I was like, Lord, you something else. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 13, saints. 12 again says, if you have been faithful with another man's, he should give you what's your own. Let me give you another example. So I'm sitting in Pastor Brian's church. Amen. And you all know I wasn't a person that even go to church. Because y'all know golf, golf was for Sunday in my life. Amen. <laughs> but, but my wife was going there and I wanted to be with my wife and children, saith the Lord. He said, you need to be going with them. 
So I went with them. And then they started asking me to do things. So I started doing, well, can you read the scripture? Sure, I read the scripture. Can you pray? Sure, I pray. Whatever it is, whatever service he had, I was there. I was faithful. Amen. I was faithful and I had never, I didn't know how to be faithful. And the number one thing Pastor Brian taught me in that ministry is how to be faithful to God. Woo, if I can teach you anything, I got to show you that. Amen. Because when you learn how to be faithful with God, he, he will take you off. Amen. <laughs> he will take you off and you won't lose those great things he has for you. Amen. So that scripture, again, I want to read it. It says, 12 says, and if ye have been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give, and if ye have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? See, I reversed that scripture. I was faithful in that which was another man's. Huh? That was his ministry, and I enjoyed it. I loved it, and I, I never planned on leaving it, actually. And I wasn't faithful in that ministry so God could give me a ministry. Amen. That, that was never on my bucket list. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but the scripture is, is true. <laughs> he said, how am I going to give you your own if you're not faithful with that? And I learned how to be faithful. Amen. Not to be so sloppy with God. Huh? We could be so sloppy. We treat our, treat our jobs better than the Lord. We come to our jobs on time. Uh, we take our lunch, our breaks, and all of that. You know, we do what they ask. And then when it comes to the Lord, we late. Uh, that was me. I'm preaching to myself right now. See, I ain't looking at y'all. I'm just preaching to myself right now. Be late. Be sloppy. You know, give God anything. You know, well, oh, I'm going to give him this. You know, whatever we want to do. Just sloppy with him. Uh, just learn to be faithful, saints of God. Because God is faithful. When is he, on what time is he, he's on, uh, on that on time time, isn't he? I don't care what you're going through. It's say, what's that saying? It say he may not come when you want him, but he always on time. Amen. He's faithful. Amen. Huh? It could be at that 11th hour, and a lot of times it is, and bam, God is there. Amen. To learn how to be faithful, and you can't despise small beginnings. Believe me, he's gonna blow the thing up in due time when you're ready for it. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I mean, he just popped me out of that bed and asked me that question Why does the grass always look greener on the other side, man of God? I didn't know where he was going with that. Then he kept confirming the word all day long. Lord, have mercy. Our God is awesome, isn't he? Look at verse 13. It says, no servant can serve two masters. Say amen to that. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. <laughs> so you can't serve God and money. Amen. When we make money our God, we despise the true God. What is money? Well, he told us what money is already. What is that unrighteous mammon? What, is, what did he tell us to let it be to us? A friend. <laughs> Amen. Money, he said, let that unrighteous mammon be your friend. Amen. <laughs> but you can't serve both of them as a God. Say amen to that. See, the world today thinks money is God, saints. 
I remember growing up, <laughs> a, a certain person, I'm not going to mention him, but we were talking about money. We were young, 15, 16. He said, don't you know money, God, uh, money is God? I said, really? I, I didn't know that. He said, yeah. You know, he was totally wrong, thanks to God. Money is not our God, amen? Because you can't serve two masters, huh? And that's in anything. You're going to hate the one and love the other. Huh? You can't hear all them voices. It's too much. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you. Just look at verse 14. And the Pharisees also who were covetous heard all these things and they derided him. See, the Pharisees knew they were guilty because they had, they had put great importance on worldly wealth and prestige. That's what the Pharisees did. That's what their main focus was, who you are. Amen. Huh? Working your way into heaven. Huh? They, 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 the, the Pharisees are known. They, were, they knew the law. They knew the scriptures backwards and forwards. They were lawyers. Amen. Meaning uh, doctors of, of the word, the law. But you know what the problem was? They couldn't do it. <laughs> That's why Jesus called them hypocrites. You hypocrites. They knew the word. But they just couldn't do it, just like us. We know the word, but we can't do it without Christ. That's why we got to tell them about Jesus. Amen. They know us a God, but you can't serve him without Jesus. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. And then, you know, some people say, oh, I can be that good. I can work my way into heaven. I'm that good. I can, I can do all everything in that word and work my way into heaven. It's just one scripture that messes them up. It says, if you break one of them laws, what happens? You broke them all. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. God is, God is making it plain. The only way to him is through Jesus. That's it. Amen. <laughs> if you want to be righteous, get in Christ. Amen. Now the Lord can deal with you. He's not looking at your sin anymore. You know why? Because Jesus paid it. Amen. He, that debt is paid now. Now you can communicate with him. Now he can show you things. Now you can understand who you are in him. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Let me read that scripture again. It says, and the Pharisees also who were covetous heard all these things and they derided him. You know what derided means? <laughs> It means they sneered at him. They didn't want to hear that. Huh? They made fun of him. <laughs> Jesus is telling them, you know, hey, you can't serve two masters, Pharisees. You can't do it. Huh? You can't be in the world and loving that and all that has to offer, amen, and serve me. Huh? You can't do it. You can't serve the money. You can't serve prestige and serve me. You can't do it. It's hard. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So they sneered him. They didn't want to hear that. They derided him. Amen. Look at verse 15. And he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before man, but God knoweth your hearts. See, that's the problem, saints of God. When you justify yourself before men. So, yeah, you look good to men, but God knows your heart. Amen. He looks at, see, man looks at the outward appearance. Come on, saints of God. God looks at the heart. God has justified you by your heart. 
He's not looking at you dressed all up. You look beautiful. You're gorgeous. You this, you that, the other. Uh, but if your works are evil, amen, he's looking at the heart, not really even what you're doing. You know what he's looking at? Why are you doing what you're doing? That's what he's looking at. What's your motive? What's your motive for doing what you're doing? Amen. You want to get closer to the Lord. Is that the motive? Amen. Or you want to look good before men? See, that's God. God looks at that. Amen. Let me read it again. Verse 15. And he said unto them, ye are they which justify yourselves before men. But God knoweth your hearts. For that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Uh, Jesus had to tell them because they were self-righteous saints. And many today are self-righteous. Mm, might justify yourself among men, but not with God. Amen. God judges the heart, not the outward appearance. God knows how evil they really are. And in his sight, an abomination. Amen. What does abomination mean? You know, because, you know, when he talks about homosexuality and different things like that, he doesn't say sin. He says it's, abom it's an abomination. What is that to God? You know what that means? It's disgusting. It's, 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 it's just disgusting. Amen. And when you think about that, you know, and you think about it's a, it's a uh, you know, that alternative lifestyle, it's a, uh, uh, a, 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 a really a, uh, what do they call it? The government has a name for when you destroy your own people. What do they call that, saints of God? It's a, it's a sin, crime against humanity. You know, when countries uh, begin to, to, yeah, treason, amen. When somebody, I think little Cameron uh, helped me with that. When they come against their own uh, country, you know, and the government attacks their own, their own people in the government, you know, and then we step in, hey, you can't destroy your own folks. That's a crime against humanity. Well, that, that, that alternative lifestyle is the same thing. It's a crime against you. We can't reproduce in that lifestyle. Amen. If we can't reproduce, you know it's the devil because the devil hates us. He doesn't want to see us. He don't even understand why God loves us. How you love them like that? Huh? They don't love you. Tried to prove it through Job. If you just take that hedge of protection from around him, he'll curse you right now. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. But God, everybody say, but God, God in his infinite wisdom, he loves us. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we want to live a lifestyle that's awesome for him, that he can use our gifts. He can use our talents. We don't want to squander them. Amen. And we don't want to look at the grass across the street. We want to water our own grass. Amen to that. Huh? We're not going to despise our small beginning. Amen. But we're going to work it. We're going to work it. And watch the Lord do what he does. Amen. What is that other saying? I'm going to leave you with this one. It says, you do what you can do, and then God will do what you cannot do. Amen. Get that in y'all spirit, saints of God. Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you again for your word. You woke me up with this, Lord, and you blessed me tremendously with it. Who you prepared me for some things before I even jumped up out of that bed. And I thank you for it, Father. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. I get it, Lord. I get it, Lord. And I'm just grateful to be in you and you in me, Father. Grateful that you won't have me ignorant, thanks to God. You can be ignorant to anything in this world. That means you don't know, right? 
but you don't want to be ignorant to the word of God. That you want to know because God is his word. You want to know him. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, again, we thank you for your word, Lord. We give you all the glory, praise, and honor this day, Father. We glorify, magnify, and lift you up. We know that our witness is important, and we don't want to miss it, Lord. So strengthen us to do something. Say something about you, Lord. Strengthen us to do that, Father. Hallelujah, Lord. I see some things I need to do. I'm preaching to myself right now. I see some things I need to do right now to, to, to lessen hell and to increase heaven. It's some things the Lord is showing me right now that I need to do. So I thank you, Lord. Thank you for this. Thank you for your word. And your, your promise to us is that when you send your word out, it will not return void, but it will do what it will have to do. So again, we give you all the glory to God be the glory in Jesus name. Amen.